It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. NMLS number 65084 Equal Housing Lender. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out. No house payments for two months at SaveWithConrad.com. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you are listening to To Be The Man with the nature boy, Ric Flair. Rick, how are you, man? Good, man. Long weekend. <laughs> oh, really? Well, I'm excited yeah. to talk about it. Let's start right at the top. Of course, we are knee-deep in college basketball. Sweet 16, who do you got? Who do you think is going to be there at the end, Rick? I think it's going to be Alabama because they are really good, and... Um... God, you know, look, it was playing good at UConn. UConn does look good. Yeah. They got those two big guys. Um, They certainly have been there before. And, you know, to be honest with you, Conrad, I am more interested in seeing South Carolina play. How how can they have the greatest, possibly one of the greatest programs of all time? You know, I mean, like, you know, they will be in a couple of years thought of like uh, UConn and, and of course, Tennessee when um, Pat Summit was there. But God, to be 30, what are they, 35 and 0 now? I mean, they got they got a tough game coming up too because they, they um, the Ole Miss team, that, that's what I can say, the Ole Miss girls team. Oh, my God. They're, they're playing great too. So I, I've been watching both of them, thank God. Because uh, our, our hockey team down here hasn't fared well lately, and um, just you know, I, I did the hockey thing last week with the Blues, and we started out one nothing, and then it was seven to seven to two. <laughs> so I didn't bring that much luck either. But um, it's fun. It's fun TV, and uh, if you ever come visit me, I'll take you to American Social where they have funny <laughs> TVs. I'm still waiting on, on that visit. <laughs> it's going to be fun, man. And you know what? The more things change, the more they stay the same, not just in basketball, yeah. but in wrestling, lots of rumors coming out of uh, this past Monday's raw that not only is Vince back, it feels like he never left. There were even some reports that he was sort of running the show. It feels like, uh, I don't know what's, what's up is down and left is right. And 
things are like they always were again. What in the world? Vince McMahon running raw. I didn't know that. I knew it. I'd heard that he was around, but I had, I didn't know that. So he basically, he was telling Hunter what to do. Well, listen, I don't know all the details. I just know there was a lot of chatter backstage at the show that it felt like, uh, it used to that Vince was, uh, Vince was back and was a big part of the show. And of course, just a couple of weeks ago, I think a lot of people were shocked to see he was at the show. Uh, yeah. but now in, in Boston. allegedly he's got a more uh, active role. Um, do you think this means anything about a potential sale? Do you think WWE could actually be sold this year? No. Yeah. I don't think Vince McMahon, as long as he's alive, will over it's, but just my opinion. And I don't know anything. I've heard a number and I heard he made it raised it out of the box. And I don't think as in desire. I, I, I think that he'll, you know, live and die with it. And I mean, if it's what makes him happy, he certainly has worked hard enough to be in any position he wants to be in. You know, I don't want to see somebody else else's feelings get hurt, but I think if Vince has worked hard enough to be to do anything that he wants to do in, in terms of management with the company. Do you think built- do you think long term um WWE is better or worse without Vince. Like there's a, a lot of debate that, Hey man, the storylines have been so good since Vince is gone. I don't want him back. That's a lot of what you see online. You're there. You're, you're on the inside or you have been, uh, yeah. do, do you consider Vince to be a net positive for the company? Of course. Right. I absolutely do. Um, for, for a lot of reasons, but, um, you know, it, what's funny is, is uh, the, the people that are kissing ass um, to whatever the situation, it, whatever the situation is, are people that are kissing ass because they want to keep a job. <laughs> so, shocker. <laughs> hey, Conrad, I love my job. A guy working for you in your yeah, in the eight thousand employees you have with, uh, <laughs> the, with the the financial the financial empire you run on loans. Uh, the guy's going to kiss your ass that's working for you, right? He gets a bonus. Why wouldn't he say you're the greatest? Right. They can hate your guts, but these guys, these kids kiss ass, man. Well, I can't wait to see uh, how it all shakes out. I know it feels like the WWE's hotter than ever, and that was certainly the case. That's all I can tell you. Was that, who's ever running it, it's, it's red hot. Uh, amen. And boy, they put on a quieter show this past uh, Friday on SmackDown. We saw Cody Rhodes come out and do a great skit with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And then to close the show, man, what a big pop for the big hug. But in that crossover segment, somebody who's near and dear to us, Charlotte came out with a microphone and cut one fantastic promo. What a great line too. When she was born in this business, she was a baby in her mother's arms and the entire industry was built around flair as a champion and Rhodes as a challenger. And this year's WrestleMania, the more things change, the more they stay the same Rhodes as a challenger flair as a, as a, as a champion. What a great promo from Charlotte, man. I know. She's on fire, man. It was great. I, I just, I'm so proud of her. Right, right? I don't even want to, she's on fire. She's just in a, in a special place right now. And she's a special kind of talent. Man, how great was that, uh, that brawl? It feels like they, they call on Charlotte to do Unreal. this every now and again. She had that famous yeah. one with Ronda Rousey and now another one. 
with Rhea yeah. Ripley. That was good stuff, man. Well, yeah. When they, when they, I knew there was no way that she shit canning her over the desk. And she ain't coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Even if that was off script, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that was great, and they haven't had physicality like that with the women since Ronda. Becky and Ashley in that parking lot thing, which was tremendous. Yes, very good. Yeah, now now the shit shit time, man. I think she's just in a special place, man. She's a, she's in a groove that very few people ever get in. There's uh there's been some backlash. I don't know that you've seen, but there's been some people who are saying, "Hey, this isn't fair. Charlotte was gone for most of the year. She doesn't deserve to be in the main event." I think that's a little silly. I mean, if you're, if you believe, you know, the way the storylines are going, Hey, uh, this is Rhea Ripley's night. This is, you know, she is trying to fulfill her destiny. The story is about, can Rhea Ripley do what she couldn't do before at WrestleMania and beat Charlotte flair. It's not a debate as to whether or not Charlotte's worthy of being there. And and by the way, anybody that says who, (laughs) if someone is off for a legitimate reason, (laughs) And they're the best wrestler in the business. Why aren't they in the main event? Yes. Well said. Yeah, I mean, in the business, men or women, they, that's what they do. They are in the main event. When Steve Austin left for a year and came back, did he start at the bottom of the card? <laughs> <laughs> did he? No, he did not. Great. Yeah, he- he ain't wrestled in 20 years and I wanted him to main event WrestleMania this year. Yes, he did. <laughs> what the hell? That's the most stupid thing in the world. What, what, since when wouldn't the best performer in the company, regardless of time off or time on, not be in the main event? Give me a break. <laughs> well said. Well said. It's a fucking, it's a damn truth. What'd you think of uh, the big hug moment when we finally got the, uh, the idea that, Hey, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens, they're back together again. They're on good terms again. Now we know it's them versus the Usos at WrestleMania. Are you excited for that? Yeah, I, I'm, I, like I tell, I tell everybody, I think the Usos are the best team. I've been pretty consistent with that. And the bloodline story has been fantastic. So I, I think it's great. Well, what else is great is I, I'm a big fan of Kevin Owens. So. You know, I, I'd always want the best for Kevin. I think we all do. I think we're all pulling for Kevin. He had quite a performance against Steve Austin last year. Of course, this year has been yeah. the, the year of Sami Zayn. Two WrestleManias in a row. He's going to be in big time, hot matches. Really cool to see that come around. Um, let's do a little bit of a pivot here. I don't know uh, what you want to talk about or not talk about, but uh, you gave me some uh, some good news over the weekend about your old pal Arn Anderson. I know that him and his family have just suffered, uh, quite a loss and, and it's one that you're familiar with and just wanted you to have the floor here to sort of say a few words one way or another. Well, um, you know, it's a very personal thing with Arnold. I'm just, I know what he's going through. Yes. Um, Kevin Nash knows what he's going through any number of people out there and I'm just being selective to the wrestling community, but for all the bullshit that we go through, there are some things in wrestling that just are real and hurtful and you just never, never, you know, seem to work out right. And, uh, 
it's a very tough thing to say, but I think like Arne and I have reconnected. You know, we've, we've gone kind of gone our several ways because of the company that it all started back with Jim Hurd. He left, I came back, they left. I mean, it was it just to have that phenomenal time in the 80s and then to see it kind of slip away for whatever reason, quite honestly, because of promoters uh, and then to reconnect and have a private moment <clears throat> and uh, exchange texts and everything. I, it, 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 it really, it, um, and it, 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 it made me cry. I was that happy to hear back from him. Not much more I can say about that. And I just hope that we and I can go forward and do some stuff together. Because I swear to God, if he and I were had a, had a uh, you know, when he when he's up to it, if he and I had a podcast together. Oh, man. Pat, Pat McAfee would be listening in. <laughs> we, could have a, we could have guests coming galore. Orange humor is second to none. I'm sure yes. he's not hasn't smiled yet, but when I, I could go, I could tell a thousand Arn Anderson stories of, 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 of just funny things. He's the, he's the wittiest guy. He, him, Bobby Heenan will be in my memory as, are in my memory as two of the wittiest guys I've ever done, of all time, especially Arn. <laughs> oh God, the time he told Luger that <laughs> if he had, if he had teeth like Luger's, he could make he could make two handle pearl handle pistols off. <laughs> Luger said, "You're a human. You're a you're a human Super Bowl." Look, he said, "Yeah, but if I had jumpers like that, I could make two pearl handle revolvers off." Oh my gosh. Who comes? Who comes up with that? Just double A. That's amazing. I've, I've only been around a little bit, but I heard that Brock is very witty too. So. Oh yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I hope he comes out to L.A. I don't know. I saw his name on the list, and I te I texted him yesterday that I hope to see him out there. But I I don't know if he's ready for that or not yet. You know, for me. I just went right to the bottle. I, he won't do that. He's got, he's got, you know, he's smarter than that. He's seen what it did to me. Um, but, you know, it also takes time to get yourself where you want to go around 100 guys because it, it, it'll go on for a long time for him. It's actually unfortunate. So I just, everybody, every time you start, you, know, you want to get a smile on your face, someone is reminding you by saying something nice, of course. Right. So I, I maybe you won't maybe you won't make that out there, but I I think it'd be good for him if you can handle that that much. It, it, it's a lot of attention. You know what I mean? Because people like it was me in Charlotte. I just couldn't get away from it. And as much as I respect it, it's just hard not to have everybody you bump into for the first time, and there'd be a ton of people out there reminding him of the of the tragedy. So. I'm sure you'll make a right decision. As we're uh, talking, Rick, it was uh, a week from now will be the 10 year anniversary of when you lost Reed 
And that was WrestleMania season. And, and you made the call yep. to, I'll, I'll, I'll be in LA that day too. You, you made the call to, to go to WrestleMania and be around your friends in hindsight. Mm-hmm. You think that was the right call? Uh, well, I, here's the deal. I, I only made that call cause I thought Ashley was going right. Um, and then, uh, then Ashley elected not to go. <clears throat> That's why I was bringing Bree back because Ashley was going to have an NX and an NXT match. Right. Um, but once I got there, yeah, seeing Oakland and some people like that, that was good for me. And believe it or not, not that many people at that, it seems like the awareness of that got bigger. I mean, I don't think people felt awkward talking to me about it. Right. But I think I drank a lot. That's where I was mean gene and I didn't leave that bar, man. Because he knew Reed for a long time. So, right. I've never thought of that. It's a really interesting question. Yeah, I'm glad I went. Um, you know, I just, it was good for, good for me to see people. It was a lot easier to do that than it was to, go, to, to be hanging around Charlotte from, you know, drinking from 10 in the morning to 2 a.m. every day. Right. But that everybody's, everybody handles it. You know, Kevin didn't go anywhere for a while. Yeah. I'm hoping Kevin is, uh, I saw his name, but I don't know that. That means he'll be there. I hope Kevin isn't now. He's going to be there. Yeah. In California. He is for sure. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Time will tell, but I mean, it's, it's a lot, you know, you get where you keep, keep saying the things are, things happen in threes and what we've had the three. Let's hope it take, we take a break on that for a while. Amen. Well said. Um, mm-hmm. let's take a break from some of the serious talk. Let's talk about something fun. This past week, you made your way to Michigan and uh, yep. now you've got, uh, the entire line of Ric Flair drip across a, a handful of stores there in Michigan. Yep. And I have it on good authority, Rick, that uh, you may or may not have sampled maybe just a little bit too much of the Ric Flair drip. Is that the way that went? I, I did. I did. <laughs> I can't even without Mike there, I just. I get excited for the moment and everybody's looking at me going, you got a smoke, aren't you? I mean, everybody there is smoking. And I go, of course, why not? <laughs> but I haven't figured out just how much I can do yet. <laughs> Before I'm saying, call Wendy, I don't feel good. <laughs> That's tremendous. It only lasts for a while, but man, it's a damn high, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm so tickled at you having a good time with this and and making money. (laughs) Hey, that's what it's all about. Exactly. Uh, Find out when Ric Flair drip is coming to your neck of the woods, go to ricflairdrip.com and you never know, you might be able to show up and burn one with the nature boy. Yeah. Uh, We're dropping it in Florida here in Orlando and Jacksonville on the 13th and 14th. How about that? And then on the on four twenty, we're dropping in Missouri. Wow, that's awesome, man! Yeah, so we're we're making leaps and bounds. 
Well, speaking of leaps and bounds, there's going to be a lot of that tonight. The internet world is super excited about a match, a dream match, if you will, that Tony Khan has announced will happen tonight on dynamite. Mm. Kenny Omega, who you got to know a little bit down in triple uh, a at triple mania is yeah. going to be taking on the top star from triple a, the co-main event from triple mania, El Hio de Vikingo, or as people online call him just Vikingo. Multi-generation mm. wrestler, and a lot of people believe to be the next big thing. Are you looking forward to this match tonight, Rick? Yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan of Kenny Omega, that's for sure. As I am, as I am all those guys. I mean, it's, it's a big deal to um I mean, I didn't I didn't realize so I was there. And of course, you've been too. The triple mania thing is huge. So yes. um yeah, I mean. That, that experience I had with Manny and, and uh, Ashley was phenomenal. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I wouldn't have looked forward to it if I, if I hadn't experienced it, but I'm really looking forward to it tonight, yeah. I think fans should go out of their way to see it. I know there was a big debate about whether or not they introduced Vikingo the right way. Well, there's no better way to introduce yourself than to just go do what he's going to do tonight. It should be pretty special. Speaking of special... Sunday is going to make your spring special. It's that time of year where, uh, the temperature starting to change is starting to warm up. And that means we want to spend some time outside, but you don't necessarily want to spend all that time working in the yard, reclaim your weekend and let Sunday lawn care. Take one thing off of your to-do list. Sunday is everything you need to get the lawn you've dreamed of this spring. Go to get Sunday.com slash Ric Flair and enter your address to get a customized plan created just for your lawn. And this tool, I have to admit guys blew my mind. I don't know what I expected, but they had like satellite photos of my property and told me exactly what I needed to do. Go do this for your house right now. Get sunday.com slash Ric Flair. By the way, they're going to save you the trips to the store. They're going to save you lugging around those heavy bags. They're going to ship it straight to your home. And all you need to uh, apply Sunday is a hose. That's it. Just a water hose. You can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes to watch just one episode of your favorite TV show. By the way, they only use ingredients that you can feel good about. That means no harsh chemicals, no long waiting periods, no trying to keep your kids and pets off the lawn. Just apply it, let it dry and boom back to enjoying. By the way, Sunday is not only easy. It's also affordable. You see a lot of lawn care services cost more than 1500 bucks a year, but that's not the case with Sunday. Their full season plan started just one Oh nine. And right now, Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off as a reminder, full season plan started just one Oh nine. And you can get 20% off when you visit get sunday.com slash Ric Flair at checkout. That's 20% off your custom plan at get sunday.com slash Ric Flair. And Rick, now's the time of the show where we uh, throw the keys to uh, our fans and our listeners. If you've got a question for Rick, it's easy. Just ask us on Twitter at to be the man pod. Let's do our first question here. Silva's got it picked out for us. What made you wear the headband and why did you stop? This question comes to us from little Nate, Charles Robinson. So Rick, what did make you wear the headband and why did you stop? Uh, well, they just made them for me and I worked for a while and then I just Decided I didn't like the look that much. Um, yeah, I felt the hell. That's when I had the best hair in the world. I didn't, and I'm worried. I just I want to be different, but 
you know, like everything else, you're trying to put yourself together and figure out how you want to present yourself. And I just, I like it more for a while. And then it looked like with the black robe, it looked great. With the other stuff, it didn't look that good. So I just cut it out. But no specific reason. That's a fun but question. I wonder what those are worth. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they got to be worth something. Totally agree. Great question, Mr. Robinson. Let's do another one here. Uh, this is from No Survivors, The Midnight Rider. There's mm -hmm. a pic that circulated of Rick and Roddy in a Jeep Wagoneer leaving a gas station. In her memories of road trips with Roddy and a Wagoneer at that time, this is a pretty famous photo. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that they, the, um, Harley, um, <laughs> Harley, um, race, who I was very close to, gave me that for a payoff. <laughs> the truck. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what I needed with a Jeep Wagoneer. <laughs> I was such a mark for Harley that I took it. It's like when Leah Maivia gave me a painting. I said, Leah, I need my check because I'm leaving on a red eye. She said, well, I don't have the money right now, but I had this painting done for you. <laughs> a painting. <laughs> yeah. Carlos Colon gave me a 92 pennyweight gold chain one. <laughs> I've had some different payouts. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. My goodness. Ask me what they gave me in the Santa Domingo. A spittoon of cocaine? No, I, I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they gave that to Piper. <laughs> My goodness. They gave me something higher than that. <laughs> okay, roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. Let's do another question here, Dave. We've got one from Fernando. Is there anyone that Rick can think of that needed a proper retirement match that never got one? Hmm. Oh God. Right, right now, Hunter. Yes. Well said. I, I was, I was saying that two years ago when he cut way back on his, um, on his, um, Wrestling. I yeah. said, God dang, you got to have a retirement match, man. And now he can't have it, you know, for sure. That's easy off the top of my head. The, another guy from, from yesteryear, a couple of guys that never really had a retirement match. Dusty didn't. Yeah. Um, Piper didn't. Hell, that, there's more people that didn't get one than there are that, that, that did get them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I yeah, I'm just trying to think back. I, I probably the luckiest son of a bitch alive. I think mine was was stand the test of time with Sean. Oh, absolutely. I just shouldn't have screwed it up and gone back to work. But I'm telling you that paying three people alimony at the same time was a lot. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I want to know why I drank. <laughs> I can give you three reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another one here, Dave. We've got this one from uh, wrestling match study podcast. What are your memories of the Braveheart commercial you did with triple H on a horse and you on a donkey for WrestleMania 21? I love it. It was my favorite. The only one that was better was, was, uh, Stacy Keebler and that Sharon stone deal. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was great. Um, Stacey's lovely, but, uh, I thought ours was very entertaining. 
as usual, I'm pulling the, the donkey and, but you know, give me a role, I can pull it off. That's all I can say about me. <laughs> no job, no job too hard, difficult or, or impossible for me. <laughs> you wooing the donkey. It's pretty classic yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How about the donkey woo me back? Didn't hear about that? <laughs> They cut the sound effects. <laughs> That's tremendous. Let's do another one here, Dave. Uh, FH89 says, Rick, do you own any wrestling memorabilia? And if so, what is your favorite? <laughs> Does he not know my three inch wives? No. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 laughable that's a no that would be a no yeah, I, I have a few things but <laughs> those went along with the with the alimony payments <laughs> you can only imagine how much stuff i had you can only imagine christ i could, I could have decorated the goddamn titan tower with my shit <laughs> it's all gone well let that be a lesson to you young lads out there be careful. Be careful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's do another one here. This one comes to us from David and he wants to know the face flop is genius. When did Rick do that for the first time? Do you remember the first match you did it in Rick? I don't remember the first time I did it, but I can remember the crowds stood and roared. <laughs> I said, I'm going to keep this mad, but as I told you before, as my, as my, uh, uh Physical skills diminish. As a physical skills diminish, the flop was easier. But actually, if you do it the right way, it damn near knocks you out every time. Because you actually take the bump on your head. There's no way to do it. Put your hand up. Well, just know we, we'd, we'd go over to England and Hunter would do it. Sean would do it. I'd do it. And 20,000 people would think it was the coolest damn thing. <laughs> Cause it's fun. I mean, that's the, you know, when wrestling's at its best, it's fun. Flare flops. I love it. Let's do another one here. This one comes to us called the Gordon. <laughs> well, we've all been there. Uh, New yep. York West wants to know, is it true that Barry Windham was supposed to have the role that Terry Funk had in 89 before he left the company? Now that's fun to think about the idea that. Perhaps it would have been Barry Windham who starts up that feud with you right after the steamboat feud. And you could have had a series of matches with Barry in 89, but of course we know he went to the WWF and did his widow maker business. Yeah. I don't think that that was uh, in consideration because the way they did it was bringing Terry who hadn't been active in a while. Right. In as a judge. Remember? Yep. That's right. And that's how Terry got in. I don't think that Barry would have been ever on the, uh, um, what do you call it? Like a retirement state coming out of retirement. Yeah. But I mean, it would have been great. It worked out great with Terry. It would have worked out great with Barry. Barry is, you know, like I've, said, I've always said, one of the greatest talents of all time. Do you think that, that maybe they missed the boat with Barry timing wise by the time he wins the championship, uh, it's years later. I mean, I think a lot of people would say in 86, he was arguably ready. Certainly still ready in 89, but by the time he wins it, we'll call it 93. It doesn't feel like the same Barry, was it? Well, he had that knee surgery. I'm trying to remember what year that was. That 
to change everything. Yes. I'm trying to think back on that. I don't want to say something inaccurate, but he had that knee injury. And I don't know what year that was. Um, shoot, I, I don't want to be quoted on that, but the knee injury and it changed his work a little bit. Didn't that happen yeah. in 93, like around the same time you were wrestling, like beach blast time? Um, I think so. But that in 93, I was wrestling uh, beach blast. I, was wrestling, I think I wrestled Conan. I think that was like 94, 95. When you you first came back, you were doing, uh, you know, after the, after you had had your WWF excursion, if you will, you were, you were, here's here's the funny thing that, that, and I want, this is the funniest thing of all time. This is how bad it was. This this is how bad Eric is. I beat Vader by myself. 93, right? Right. To win the title. In 94 at Beach Blast, they had Vader beat me and Arn together. Hello? Yep, I'm here. I'm just listening. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the two-on-one deal with you and Vader and Arn. Yeah. So I can beat him by myself, but me and Arn can't beat him. Right. I mean, that's a little less than. I agree. Is, Is that trying to kill two people or not? Uh, It's not showing them a lot of respect. I would agree with that. Yeah, thank you. It's trying to kill two people. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know how either one of us made it to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Don't you think it's crazy that Vader's not in the Hall of Fame? Like how's I mean that yeah. I mean I guess he I is, don't. but I'm saying he should have went in when he was alive. Like I wanted to see Vader on that stage, not just inducting Stan Hansen, but accepting his place and yeah. I'm glad Vader's uh, in, but still should have happened while he was alive. Well, I agree with you, but I don't, I don't know why he's not. Well, when I inducted, when I inducted, um, Fujinami, I, I mentioned Vader. Yeah. Cause they worked with a lot, you know, major Vader was in the crowd. I don't know what, uh, well, they put him in last year, but I, I just like when they can not do it posthumously and they can do it while yeah. the guys are still with us. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Let's do another one here. This one comes to us from, uh, Tommy. He says when Rick was in TNA, who's one superstar who wasn't world champion that he thinks was definitely good enough. So was there a guy in TNA that never had a run with the world title that you think had all the tools to be a top guy? Has AJ won the world title? Yes, he has. Okay. AJ Styles definitely. Um, you know who was really good, and I see him periodically, and he's doing real well out of the business now, but because um, Kurt had the world title, obviously, right? Yep. But did Sting ever have the world title? Yes, he did. Of course, WCW, but not, I don't mean that. You're talking about WWE or WWE? Uh, he meant TNA. But, yeah, Sting, oh, Sting um, held the TNA world title. Yeah. Um, oh, I knew that. Yeah, I meant... Um, I thought we were making reference to um <clears throat> to WCW WWE. Um James Storm. Yeah. J- James Storm was a re- was he looked like Arn. He he built like Arn and he was a hell of a worker. I, I you know, he just gained a little bit of weight when he went for his trial to NXT, but it's worked all good for James. He, he's getting major acting roles now. Yeah, I saw was, him in a TV commercial was, just the other day. 
with, with some big time players. Yeah. So he's doing real well. He did but, have uh, the, uh, the impact title just for a cup of coffee, but to your point, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a long run. Um, no, no, he was, he's a, he's a really good hand. Well he said, was. well said, let's do another one here. This one comes to us from Francis. Does Rick have any favorite suit that he enjoys wearing? Do you have a favorite suit? What I'm going to wear to induct wood in it will be off the hook. <laughs> I have gone overboard. I have put on a diving mask and jumped as far into New York city as the, as the clothing industry will allow me to go. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> You gotta get it. You only get. I'm only got so many times back up for right? that. This will be my eighth trip. I love it. Harley. Let me see. Harley. Is that right? Harley. Piper. Fujinami. Sting. Sting. Steamboat. Is that right? Yeah. You twice, and now this one. Is that eight? Yep. Eighth trip. Uh, I, I. That that to me is. As cool as um, I don't, that's almost as cool as being a sixteen-time champion. Yeah, that's be, uh, that's pretty rare air when you think about it. I don't know what the record is. I mean, I know Lawler hosted the show over and over and over, but we don't count that. But still, that's, yeah, I'm talking about being you know involved in a yeah, ceremony. Yeah, it's fantastic. Let's do another one here. This one comes okay. to us from uh, D Gray. Uh, what does Rick think of Dion Sanders coaching at the University of Colorado Buffaloes? And will he have success? I think he will. Thanks. Well, I'm very close to Dion. I saw him, uh, actually the last time I saw him was, uh, when I did the football game down, in uh, Huntsville. Huntsville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I saw him recently and talked to him. I wish he would have gone to Florida state, but, um, with the portal, with the transfer portal, he's already picked up the number one quarterback in the country. Um, he'll, he'll be ranking the top 10 within a year. He's a recruiting son of a gun, man. Who doesn't want to play for Neon, Deion Sanders? No. Well said. I totally agree. Uh, I mean, he's unreal. We'll see what happens on the field, but we know he's going to be one hell of a recruiter. Let's In Colorado, you know, you used to have a good, a good program. They were, I don't think they've been national champions, but I mean, they'll be back in there and I'm sure that he took a long look at it <clears throat> and he was guaranteed some, it, whatever it needed facility wise and all that. I'm sure they, he's, he's got the best of everything to, so he can compete when he comes to recruiting and Boulder's a fun place to live. Let's do another one here. This one comes to us from uh, Jay Lee. All, all, all the little bunnies and their ski outfits ski over to Boulder all the time. Okay. To see the football players. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> uh, this one's from Bailey and or Jay Lee. What gimmick match does Rick think has been overdone? We did that one last week. Okay. Uh, this one comes to us from Deuce Pritchard. When and why did the kamikaze become your drink of choice and when and why did it change? What's the largest quantity you ever ordered at one time? And what is your best kamikaze story? Well, kamikazes were easy to drink. I came up with the kamikazes because the Jack killed me. And 99% of the guys wanted to drink straight Jack. And I just had to turn it around a little bit. Can I, if I offered to buy, 
Oh, I'm sure I bought 50 at a time. Wow. It was just to get away from the Jack <laughs> or the Jägermeister or tequila, all of which I've done. The Jägermeister is the worst. Oh. That's a Michael Hayes special right there, Jägermeister. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I've seen Michael drink a few more than a few, but he can drink Jack too. Hell, Mike can do everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a fun one here. This is from uh, Matt. Rick, if you could pick any song to be your new entrance theme, what would it be? A friend of myself always said it should be In the Club by 50 Cent. Come on, man. If you knew, if you had new theme song, it'd be Ric Flair drip, right? Come on. That or nerve or the nervy and another motherfucker quite like me. Yeah. The kid, kid rock. rock. Yeah. There you go. I could see that. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty <laughs> much a Ric Flair song. <laughs> there be another motherfucker quite like me. How cool is that? I love that. You love that. Let's do another one. Here. He, goes, he goes, you can't cancel me. <laughs> Uh, Johan, we'll go with that says, is there a young talent not currently getting strong exposure that Rick, Rick thinks he would have had a great run with not just a match, but a full angle. What story would it tell? Is there a talent out there that you think, man, we could do a fun story together. If you know, it's a different time. Um, Cody, right? I mean, that's an easy one. Say it, say it one more time. Who could you do a fun angle with? Not just a match, but a modern day talent. Let's say we could transport you from oh, 1986. Absolutely. Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Absolutely. We could do the same thing me and his dad did. Yeah. All over again. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Um, here's one from Sean. What movie do you relate to the most? All right. So we had a similar mo favorite movie question last week and you said one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Is there yeah, one that uh, has the character really resonated with you? The main character? Well, the original James Bond, Sean Connery. Okay. I, I was, I was James Bond. Okay. At the same time he was no one, no one just never knew it. I was double <laughs> nine. You were double oh nine. Yeah. Just a little bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Let's move on before we get in trouble, but that's a new t-shirt. I can just feel it in my bones. Uh, Brian Daniel says, I'd love to know why he decided to use a robe as his main attire. And if he didn't use that, what would he use? And also why did he choose the song he went with for his, uh, for his entrance music? So I think you've told us before how the entrance music came to be, but did you ever have that, a, came, that came from dusty? What about the, uh, the robe look, if you didn't do a robe, I wore a robe because I, my body was never that good. And I wanted to keep as much of myself covered as I could until it was the last minute. There's that new theme song until the last minute. Yeah. Going to play that one forever. <laughs> no, I just, I thought the robes looked great. And I just, um, like Harley said, I took, I took Roger's gimmick to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another one here. This one is from uh, Jordan. 
with the accomplishments Charlotte has already made, what do you see in her future in the next five or so years? What else would you like to see her accomplish in her career before she retires? Oh gosh. I'm, I, I'm fixated on breaking me and seeing his record. I mean, you got to think that's going to happen. So that would put her at 17. Is there any other box to check? I mean, at this point she's main evented WrestleMania. She's, um, won the Royal rumble. I don't know what else there is to really do. Is there a continent? Well, yeah, and I, I know I'm, and I'm all harp on this. So the other and I talk to people all the time. She's the best worker in the company, in the business, in the business today. That's the thing that people, I mean, people, I, 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 I'm, that's not, I mean, other people are saying it and I, I see it. And they, they finally re- realize it. And to be 17 time world champion or 14 or 16 is great, but to be recognized as the greatest worker in the business today, if it's for one day for two in it, it, nothing's going to change with her. Does that make sense? Yes. She'll be the greatest till the day she didn't want to be. Wow. I mean, I mean, if, if she stays healthy, you know, God, that's a key thing for a lot of athletes, but for everybody, yeah. No indication that she's going to get injured anytime soon. And she's the greatest performer in the business today. I mean, bar none. And I, I opened the forum up to an argument <laughs> and I'm, I'll do that with anybody. I love you. are such a proud Papa. That's awesome. No, no. Even Brett Hart, Brett Hart will text me, right? Jesus Christ, Rick. She's, you know I mean? I, these are texts from people that know the business, right? You know what I mean? Not not somebody that is a, is gonna like somebody for for, you know, for a personal reason or other, but people that know the business, right? People say that, and and she, and she is. Let's do another one Trevor. here. This is uh, Trevor during the Monday Night Wars. Who besides Hogan or yourself should have had a long title run? Interesting question. Was there one guy who in hindsight could have carried the ball during the Monday night war era in, w- in WCW? Yeah. Oh, that wouldn't have been me. No, I don't. Um, no, I think it was, it, it, it was a perfect time for Hulk. Um, Hulk's what, like five years younger than me. So, um, sting was great. Um, did Goldberg, how long did Goldberg have it? He had a run. You know, I think after yeah. 98, the bloom was sort of off the rose. I think that one you yeah. could have stretched a little more, maybe. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I think that it was in the right place between Sting and Hulk. Let's do another one. This one comes sure. to us from um, Carl. If you could have guest starred in any 80s TV show, what would it have been? That's a fun question. 80s TV show. Um, you, you could have fit right in on Alf because you're from another planet. Uh, you <laughs> would, mean, hey, you would have been a great recurring character on Cheers. Can you imagine? Oh, Cheers, of course. Kirsty Ollie and me. <laughs> How many Got times would we see it. you coming disheveled out of the bathroom? A lot, she, I would guess. Yeah, she just, she just um, passed away, you know. She did, yeah. Yeah, but she was beautiful. Yeah, cheers would have been great. Me and the mailman. 
Yeah, I think you could have fit in just fine there. Let's do another one. <laughs> this this one comes to us from uh, Jonesy Chats Wrestling. How much cardio did Rick have to do for the Royal Rumble '92 match, and what was his diet and gym plan at the time? Well, back then I was still doing 500 free spots um, when I was on the road because a lot of gyms didn't have stairmasters back then. We were just starting to get them. Um, I went from this from the this the staircase to the 44 or to the 4,000, but I always did the free squats. Back in that day, which um, <clears throat> I'm going to do something with the company out in California that, with this new, they're going to do it, they're going to start it like a tough enough thing again. Right. And um, I'm going to, um, um, I, I did it when I was training for Sean, but I did it with, I could only find a few people that would do it with me. Tully would do it with me and Terry Taylor would do it with me. But it's, you take a deck of cards, jokers are 20, face cards are 10. I mean, and then the number. Turn the card over, give it to one, one push up, one squat, one, cr one crunch, two to the, it's 450 of each one. My record is 36 minutes. Oh, wow. That's a workout, man. Push-ups, crunches, and squats. And then I used to do the 500 step-ups on a, on a workout bench with uh, Taylor or Tully a lot. Um, but the day of the Royal Rumble, I just been in the gym. That's when Jake told me that I was going to win it. I said, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, you're going over. I said, what happened? Now I was in shock. I had no idea. So I got the building and Vince called me inside and said, you're going to go over. I said, really? I mean, I still couldn't believe it. Right. Because I mean, I don't know what anybody's ever been misled to know or, or been told, but he just, he, we never had have a contract. He said, I'll make you more money than you're making down there. And uh, behave yourself. Those are, that was his most famous line to me. You don't have nothing to prove to anybody in the world. You've already done it all. <laughs> but these are new friends. <laughs> <laughs> then my first night in the territory, I met Sherry Martell at the, at the uh, Marriott in Dayton, Ohio. We were over to Hair Arena. And I got the TV 10 minutes late, my first day there. And um, he calls me aside and said, it's a $500 fine. I need you to leave by example for both you and Sherry, but you're paying both $1,000. We always had a nice business discussion. <laughs> the good old days. Uh, yeah, I, can't, I hope he's out there. I can't wait to see him. He's one guy. I couldn't corrupt him. I tried. <laughs> well, I hope you're successful. Why not? Huh? I hope you're successful. I hope it works out. No, no, I don't mean corrupt, but I meant get to come out and drink. And we oh, did yeah. one time. You know, yeah, he's um, <laughs> he just he, he knows he knows um, he just knows that I'm bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's the worst way to put it. Oh, God, what a great guy.
Let's do another one here. This one comes to us from Skylar Steele, three-parter. Who is one person from your generation that you regret not getting to work with? Who's one person from the evolution days you would have liked to have worked with? And who's one person in today's generation you'd like to work with? So let's start with the last one first. Who out there today would be a fun match for you, do you think? Oh, Cody or um, Roman. Yeah. I mean, the Cody one is easy. Cody or Roman. The Um, Evolution Days. Who stands out from that era? I got to work with everybody then. Yeah. I mean, that that was the the key thing. I mean, I I actually got comfortable with myself, got my self-confidence back. And when I was working with those guys, I mean, and I, and I relaxed and I'd, I'd gone from having good, my brains beaten out with her, her or with WCW and just be, just being pointing that out again. How does Vader beat me in iron when a year before I beat him by myself? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. No, it, it doesn't do much good for your self-confidence either. No. Um, so, um, no, I, I mean, Hunter involved me in everything. And I actually thought it was a rib at first because who's gonna like I want to stand there next to Dave, who looks like Mr. America, Hunter who looks like Mr. America, and Randy who looks like Mr. America, and then there's me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. But I went for it and it worked. We had fun. Hell yeah, you did. Let's do another one. Yeah. This one comes to us from Jordan. With the accomplishments, Charlotte. Another one here. During the Monday night wars, who Bobby comes to us and says, Rick, what was your experience with the change from Jim Crockett promotions to Ted Turner's WCW as a wrestler? So we've talked a lot about, you know, the behind the scenes of maybe you wish somebody would have given you a heads up and all that jazz. But as far as the in ring stuff, did, did your life as a wrestler change from the JC? Okay. Absolutely. The day I got there, my life changed. Mm. It was miserable. I had never booked. I'd never been in the office. Never wanted to be near it. For just a survival plan. I said, how do I survive this clusterfuck? So I get on a committee. Oh. oh, man. And then I came back and it was even worse. So... Thank God that the Vince and Hunter saw enough of me to bring me up there. It just, just really my career. Think of my career if it had ended at WCW. Yeah, it would have been not the same for sure. No, for sure. Let's do one more. This one comes to us from uh, Super Dave. He wants to know you've told us about Kevin and Carrie. So, how was David Von Eric to work with in the ring? David was the best worker in the family. David was really good. David would have been the NWA champion and carried the belt very well. What? It's tragedy. Tragedy. Let's do one last one. Let's try to finish on a high note, not a downer, maybe. Uh, no, I'm just you know, he was a great kid, too. He was a tremendous kid. I'm not, I'm just saying he would have been a, a great world champion. He loved the business. And he was tall, lanky, I mean, just a real good person as, as they all were. This one comes to us from coach Rosie. He says, Rick, AEW is uh, going to feature Darby, Sammy and jungle boy, all trying to beat MJF for the title. 
They're considered the pillars of AEW. You think it's a good idea to have all the young talent trying to beat MJF or should he battle against Kenny or hangman again? If you were booking, would you try to feature the young and up and coming talent or go back to your former rivals and main events? Um, well, first of all, if you're talking about making money, that's the best way to determine it is to book it and see how it does at the day at the gate. Right. <laughs> does that make sense? Yes. And from that point you go forward and then you make decisions basically based on chemistry and if it draws money, um, the hangman and, uh, who's the other guy you mentioned? Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. I mean, you know, I, I also think you could, you could break up the young bucks, not, not as a team, but those kids could, could wrestle MJF on an individual basis too. I mean, um, the, the, the MJF's a phenomenal talent. I mean, there's nothing, uh, he, he, he's got a tremendously bright future. I just, I wonder if he'll stay there or, or go to, to WWE. I don't know what his deal is or anything about it, but he's a tremendous talent. And um, uh, I wasn't there and I didn't see it, but Sophia uh, said and she's got enough knowledge now that the match they have is really good. Is that Sandy? It? Yeah, it was. it's the best Iron Man match I remember. Yeah, well, that's that that saying right there. That's saying that right there. And when you hear that noise, you know it's time to talk about Woo Wings, Ric Flair's very own <laughs> restaurant brand. It's operating in more than 50 locations now across 17 different states, many more on the way. And you can now order these legendary flavors in World Championship Woo Wings from your Uber Eats or Postmates app in any of the parts of these states Alabama, Arizona, California. Connecticut, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Maryland, Michigan, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Texas, and Virginia for a complete list of current locations or to find out more about becoming one of Ric Flair's restaurant partners, visit rickflairwings.com. Woo Wings is a virtual brand, so it is delivery only. And the food is made by restaurant partners with an existing location who are looking to add more to their bottom line. If you're in a woo wing city order today from your Uber eats or Postmates app and try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16 time world heavyweight champion woo wings. And that's at rickflairwings.com. And Rick, this was a fun show, man. I'm excited Thank for you. what's coming up. Of course, along the way, uh, we're going to have some fun. Of course, we're going to get together out in LA. I'm sure we'll have some Ric Flair drip to celebrate. Yep. And, uh, hey, um, so what day are you coming now? Well, my flight is still booked for Friday, but I'm still trying to <laughs> negotiate with Cassio. He's got to take the day off. I'll, I'll... That's absurd. <laughs> I know, dude. Listen, I know you want me out there earlier. I'd like to be there too. Yeah, I do. As a matter of fact, I demand it. Well, the, uh, the missus, she's going to fly the coop here on Thursday, going to hang out with, as you call her number one. Uh, so yeah, well, just tell her to fly out Tuesday. <laughs> Since when did she tell you what's up? Well, she doesn't, but Cassio was going to tag along with me and he's got to work on, uh, on Friday. So we'll figure it out, but we're going to have fun right. in LA. Come on now. Please we'll see do. you next week right here on to be All the right. man with the nature boy, Ric Flair.
Hey guys, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Need to call a timeout real quick here. I wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my world listeners for a while now. It's about all the incredible things happening over on adfreeshows.com. A brand new series has arrived on Adfree Shows. Top of the card unpacks everything you need to know in the wrestling trading card space. And we're starting with the granddaddy of them all, the 1982 Wrestling All-Stars Series A set. Now, this set was not exclusive to any one territory at the time, as we were still right at the tail end of the territory era of professional wrestling. So it was a basically a who's who in professional wrestling. With card number one being Andre the Giant. Others included in the set include Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Ted DiBiase, and others. 20 years ago, Eric took on Stone Cold in the main event on Raw, but the real main event was the confrontation that happened backstage before the show. Now, the next week, I'm sitting in this chair, and that same guy, I don't think I had said a word to him that day. I don't think I had seen Rick up until the point he came through that door, and he's, you know, getting me, telling me to get up, get out of the chair. He's so pissed off, he's bleeding. I'm on the phone, and he's got blood running down his chin because he bit his lip. He was so mad, he bit the inside of his mouth. He's got blood on a backstage confrontation. I hadn't even gotten out of the chair yet. (laughs) Ad-Free Shows members got to sit shotgun alongside Kevin Nash and click this co-host, Sean Oliver, as they watch back some of the worst matches in history. None more so than the Yeti. Randy the, now. The mummy is not Frankenstein. You don't walk with your arms straight out. With like the Frank. arms out, right? And, a, and yeah. you know, a, a Yeti is also not a mummy, but I don't know. Was it Jim Hurd? Who was here? Well, well, whose brainchild was this? Who gives a fuck? Hey, that's just a small taste of what AdFree Shows has waiting for you, including a brand new perk, getting to join in on the live recordings of the shows with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why AdFree Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. That's right. Sign up today at adfreeshows.com. 